This is Let's Talk Business with your hosts, Heather Bain and Howie Nestel. Now, here's Howie. Welcome to Let's Talk Business, a show that talks entrepreneurship with some of the best businesses and their owners in the San Antonio area. Coming up on today's show, we're going to be talking to Heather Wren, a custom clothier and district director of Adam Ross Custom, who provides unique experience in designing one-of-a-kind garments to fit you and your lifestyle. Heather, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. In studio today is one of my favorite co-hosts. Her name is Heather Bain. She's a certified coach that works with business owners to gain clarity and achieve their goals. Hi, Heather. Hi. So happy to be a favorite. And my name's Howie Nestel. I still consider myself a co-host because Mark Ebinger is our main host and he's out of town. But I own Sharkmatic Advertising. I've been in business for three decades. I've worked with 1,500 clients and we help businesses grow through digital marketing. So Heather, before we start talking business, let's talk fast fashion and the reduction of quality in clothing. I've been doing a collection drive for the homeless called Gotcha Covered now for 27 years, little plug, gotchacovered.org. And I've noticed that the quality of donations over the last decade or so has gone down in terms of the quality of the clothing. And it wasn't until I heard you speak a little bit about fast fashion that I didn't even know what that was. So tell me a little bit about what's been happening in, in the clothing industry and why the quality of some of these garments has gone way down. Yeah, so fast fashion is produce it quick, buy it now, throw it away soon. Um, unfortunately, there's a lot of new companies out there that are pumping out over 100,000 units a month of fast fashion. So that means from the day they design it to production, they can have it on our shelves in America within a week. Fast fashion also means if they're producing this stuff in a week and shipping it, it's not going to be quality, like you said. It's going to be put together quickly. It's going to be put together poorly. And it's not going to use great fabrics because they're selling it at such a low price point that obviously they're not going to be able to use quality. And so you're buying something to wear today and literally toss most fast fashion items are thrown away within 90 days of purchase. Um, once it's washed, it shrinks. It gets pilly. The seams bust apart. Um, it's just not quality. So, of course, nobody feels bad that they spent $10 on a blouse. They washed it. Something happened. And now it's in the garbage. Yeah, sometimes it costs more to dry clean than it would mm -hmm. cost oh, to absolutely. purchase it. I'll be honest. So, I don't think I've dry cleaned anything yeah. except for, like, a suit that my husband had a year and a half ago ever. Right. Like, just that one. A lot of people nowadays, they do. They look at the tag, and if it's dry clean only, they don't want to purchase it because of the additional cost. Right, yeah. And I noticed that there's been a trend for the past decade or more of moving towards a disposable society. Oh, absolutely. Razors, uh, coffee makers, things. Just The cost got so low. Are you seeing a reversal in that at all? Well, we have seen the younger people. I speak to a lot of people coming out of college. A lot of people are going to networking events, trying to get into their field. And the one thing I educate them is if you want to be taken seriously and if you want to be remembered, make sure you're dressed well when you're in right. that room. <clears throat> Nobody's going to remember the guy in the khaki pants and a button-up shirt. Everybody's going to remember the guy in right. the really sharp dress suit with a tie that looks super buttoned up. 
if you're sloppy in the way you dress, I definitely feel people think that reflects maybe how you work. And are there certain industries where you get your core clients from where having that custom made product, because we haven't even gotten to the meat and potatoes of it, but it really comes off well versus other industries? So uh, a lot of our clients happen to be people in weddings. Uh, they want a unique color. They can't find off the rack. Um, but really, every client can be a client. Every person can be a client. Every man, woman needs a good jacket or a well-fitting suit in their closet for that special event. There's graduations. There's weddings you're going to attend. Um, unfortunately, there's funerals that you're going to go to. So I really feel like um, anybody and everybody could use a custom suit in their closet. And the benefit of custom, of course, is that we're going to alter it for free. That way you don't spend a lot of money, put it into a suit, and then you might outgrow it. And it sits in the back of your closet. Everybody has that garment that, oh, one day I'll get back into that right. item. What are some of the special features? Because the alterations being free is huge because suits aren't cheap even at men's warehouse when you're spending 250 Right. But you have to get them altered and pay for that. Right. So my daughter is going to homecoming next week. Mm -hmm. I just, we picked up her dress yesterday. The alterations were $113. Mm. Yes. For alterations, I remember when there was clothing that cost $113. Right, exactly. So when you get your suit in, we're going to do any little <coughs> tweaks and alterations when you first receive it to make sure it's 100% perfect. But if you come to me in December and say, hey, Thanksgiving wasn't very nice to me, and I'd love to wear my suit for New Year's, okay, bring it in. We're going to spec it out. There is extra fabric allowance built into every suit we mm. have. Um, so that we can let it back out. If we do take the suit in, we don't cut that extra fabric out. We make sure all that fabric is in there. So if it ever needs to be let back out, that it has the ability to do so. And good quality fabric, correct me if I'm wrong, will not show the stitching when you let it out. Correct. Um, we use specific fabrics from specific um, fabric mills that we know are quality <coughs> that can withstand alterations that can withstand the normal wear and tear of just wearing a suit. Um, so we're, we pride ourselves in our selection of fabrics that um, they're high quality and they're fabrics that were intended for suiting. Well, and I saw a TikTok once, and I'm going to be honest in saying that I got this information from TikTok, but they were saying how celebrities always seem to look so much better in their clothes than the rest of us. And it's because even if it's simply a T-shirt, they get it altered to their body. And do you guys do anything but suits, or is it all just suits that you're, you're working so, with? So um, we do dress dress shirts and polos, short sleeve or long sleeve. Um, we do vest, jackets and blazers, trench coats, um, panning. For women, we'll do shorts and skirts as well. So um, for men, we do shorts. I do golf shorts for a lot of men. Mm -hmm. um, we have some wonderful fabrics that have stretch in them. So um, we do sports pants. One thing to note about custom is that it's going to look better, fit better, and last you longer. So are there any studies that show, let's say you spend a little more or a lot more and whatever the case may be in a suit, how much longer do people keep those in their closet? How much longer will they use them than something that would normally be off the shelf? Forget the fast fashion, just something that you would buy off the shelf for, let's say, half the price. 
So normally an off-the-rack jacket typically will last someone maybe a year. Uh, either it typically they gain weight and they can't get back into it, um, or it does start to show wear. Mm -hmm. With our fabrics, a lot of them are water-resistant, and the care of our fabrics are very minimal. Uh, most people are like, oh my gosh, I don't want an expensive suit because I'm going to have to dry clean it all the time. Actually, our suits, once you wear it, we recommend you take it home, you hang it up to air out. You grab a handheld steamer, you steam out um, inside the arms. That's going to kill all the bacteria, which creates the smell to begin with. So it's going to kill all the smell. Um, and then we don't recommend dry cleaning because the chemicals actually take the sheen off the fabric and it's not mm -hmm. good for it because we use all natural wool, wool fabrics. So the fabric alone is more durable than your everyday fabric. A lot of times you're going to get a cotton um, off the rack, and the first time they dry clean it, it can do some funny stuff. Yeah. I've also noticed, <clears throat> tell me a little bit about the quality, because I know you get to choose a lot of the elements, right? Buttons, et cetera. I've had shirts that are expensive shirts, but they're off the rack, and I take them to a dry cleaner, and I've seen buttons broken or melted from pressing, and and it's because the, and then the dry cleaner will say it's because the quality of the buttons is very low. So I know big manufacturers tend to want to maximize profit, so they use low cost materials even in an expensive garment because they're relying on the fact that you're going to pay a lot because of the name. Absolutely. So the lovely thing about our dress shirts, uh, I actually launder my my husband's shirts at home. They can be put on delicate in the washing machine, hang to dry, and then you just iron them flat. And because we use such quality in our fabrics, they iron out beautifully. Um, a lot of times we don't take his Adam Ross shirts to the cleaner. We take all his other ones, um, but yeah, we don't take the Adam Ross. Now, when you do receive an Adam Ross garment, it does come in one of our garment bags, and you do get a care card that goes in the window of the garment bag. So I recommend to every one of my clients Make sure when you take your garments from us to a dry cleaner that you turn that care card around so that they can see the instructions and tell them do not deviate. So um, with the suits, it's spot clean only, hand steam, hand press. With our shirts, it's launder and hand press. So okay. we've been kind of dancing around it just because the assumption is that for custom, the cost is going to be higher. What is the range? Because I know my husband's probably listening to this. Hi, Brandon. Right. And he really wants a custom suit. And I've been like, uh, no, <laughs> you don't go out but enough the thing for that. Is that if he'll get a free shirt with it, and Heather will press it for his entire life. If you mean that, <laughs> Heather. <laughs> not not this Heather. <laughs> but See, nobody what, knew what, which Heather I was talking about. What's the range of, of price on yours? What's the lowest that you've ever seen for a full suit? And then what's the most? Like, we all want to hear the Panina so Tornado suit. So the starting suit. price for a suit is $1,800. Okay. Um, we have lovely in-house fabrics. Those are bolts of fabric we've already invested in that we have at our manufacturer. The turnaround time is shorter for those. They can walk into our storeroom, pull the fabric, cut what they need, and immediately start on your suit. Um, then we also have, um, I have British and Italian books that are at the same price range. Mm. So the starting price, it's not, you know, oh, our starting price is $1,800 and you have two books to choose from. We have a pretty decent selection from that price range. Um, the most expensive suit I think we have in our store um, I have a beautiful Scabal fabric that has 24 karat gold threading in it. I personally have never sold one. Um, I know Adam <laughs> has in Houston, um, and I believe those suits start at 24000 
It's like some Dubai level money yeah. right there. It is. It is. Yeah, yes. And then sure. we have a beautiful cashmere book, and the cashmere suits are sixteen thousand. Again, I've never sold one of those. Yeah. So getting back to the eighteen hundred, <laughs> um, that's actually not too bad. And mm-hmm. and I'll tell you why. I was just recently looking for a suit because I was going to an event. I was at, <laughs> I was at an event, and. I bent down to get something at the event, and it turned out to be a fabric that doesn't give much, okay? And I may or may not have put on a few pounds. And so the pants split. The good thing is that the tail of the coat was a little bit long. And so, you know, I just kind of, it was more strategic in, in how I walked around and everything. But the, the, the suit is completely ruined. And the suit was over $1,000, and there's no extra material. It's split at the seams, and it just it's done. So would that happen with one of your suits? And if it does, is there a way of fixing that? No. So one of the lovely things, because um, the company that manufactures our sh- suits, all they do is individual suits. They do not mass produce anything. Um, the patterns are made from your measurements only. The suits are all hand cut. Um, and then they have special industrial machines that they um, double stitch a lot of the seams on the inside and then flatten the fabric that's left over for allowances. Uh, so, yeah, I've never heard of any of our people actually busting out the seams of our pants yet. Um, we have had. <laughs> I was like, I'll test that. <laughs> a couple of people come in and ask, "Hey, it's going a little snug, especially when I sit down. Can you can you let it out?" And yeah, so we're able to go in, open up the back seam, let the seat out a little, and um, give you that room that you need. Tell us about your your suit because I love it. And and mm-hmm. I, you know, you and I have seen each other multiple times. I went to an event that you hosted at your office, and there was an exotic car club. And it was a lot of fun and to see that. So tell me a little bit about your suit, the patterns. Because, I mean, that's distinctive, but yet uh, yet it's not, outlandish. Not, not outlandish. You know what I mean? Like, I would remember you. I would remember you anyway, but well, you know you what I'm saying? Be- but that yeah. suit, and that's what you want, right? You want a little bit of, hey, you know what? There's some distinctiveness here. Absolutely. So a lot of times uh, I, I do have those clients who are like, you know what? This is for work. I don't want to be too flashy. I need my basics, and I am all for that. Um, You can always add something fun like a plaid vest underneath a basic to jazz it up if you're going to an event or something like that. Um, But, yeah, I love fashion. I like to be a little unique. I love plaids. So we can be as out there as you want to be or as subtle as you want to be. We definitely – I try to push people a little out of their comfort zone sometimes and suggest a vest – to me, a vest is just an easy way to make one suit into two separate suits. Because you could wear the same suit two different days, but if you add that vest to it, now it looks has a completely different look and feel. And that's a that's one advantage that I think suits have over dresses or any other garment is that you can dress them up, dress them down, mm-hmm. tie no tie, put a little handkerchief in your pot. Oh, great. Now you said something mm-hmm. the other day about the little hankies and and the handkerchiefs and the in the jackets because right. I lose those all the time and I'm not giving them to some fair lady and letting her blow her. no I just I can't find them right you know so tell me what you guys do to address that issue so one of the fun things that we do is of course custom liners I'm oh, a part that of a nice. cigar club 
So I love my cigar liner. Um, it's an homage to my cigars. Um, whatever liner you pick for the inside of your jacket is a built-in pocket square. <laughs> so it's going to always be there. You don't have to use it if you don't feel like it. You can always tuck that look in, that. but it's there. Oh, look at that. So a lot of times I'll tell people, you know, we can do something that's super matchy-matchy with whatever your suit is, or we can go really out there and do something super fun that's a little different, but it will always be there for you. You, you just tuck it back in when you're not using it. You can put your own individual color in there, but that is a fun feature that we add to our suits that you don't see right. in everyday suits. I've never seen it. Yeah. And I've owned a lot of suits. You're like a like a human Ferrari. I see the yellow stitching <laughs> right. on the suit. So you can pick stitching so as well. You get to pick a pop of color or you can go very subtle. Um, I'm not subtle. Uh, so the very your lapel hole is going to be a pop of color. The very first button is going to be your pop of color as well. I tell my gentlemen all the time, all our buttons are working buttons. So you leave that first button undone so that you can see that color. Um, when you walk into a room and somebody sees those little pops, that's how people automatically know, oh, that's custom. I that's love it. That's not off the rack. Because you're not just making the suit. You're also teaching them how to wear the suit, which for how we may not be necessary. But I know, like, my husband, he just doesn't have a lot of opportunity to wear suits right now. But, man, does he want a custom one. That's really necessary. And you mentioned that this afternoon you've got a group of people coming in to actually all meet together and they they get to chatting is that something that your customers do often where they kind of use this as like a hangout to come design a suit together and just like yeah make it i a would thing. say it's an event like i tell people it's it's an experience when you come in uh we're gonna sit you down if you want a drink i'm gonna pour you a drink uh we're gonna chat about what suit you want and where you're gonna wear it um, and how often you're going to wear it. Because a lot of times that's going to uh, make a difference on the choice of fabric you want to wear. Mm -hmm. Obviously, British fabric is a little heavier weave, but it's more durable. So if somebody comes in and says, hey, I'm going to spend some money on a really nice suit and I'm going to wear it every week, then I would suggest going go British. It's going to be more durable. If people are like, hey, I'm going to be wearing this at an outside wedding. Like, okay, let's go Italian because it's a lot cooler and it's a lot lighter weave. We even have a scabal fabric called um, Cool Wool. Uh, the fabric is a designer fabric. It, the wool will actually open up when it gets hot to let it breathe mm. better. And then when it's cold, it tightens back up to keep you warm. So it's, it's a pretty interesting fabric. So we, it, there's all these new innovations in fabric, uh, water resistant, things like that, just to make your suit fit your lifestyle as best as we can. I like that. And what's the timeline of like going in if you're making it a, it sounds like an event. It's like me going to get my nails done. I'm not going in and out in 30 minutes. I'm going to be there right. for at least an hour, maybe an hour and a half, depending. Exactly. So usually uh, the whole custom experience, it takes about an hour and a half um, to do a full suit and a shirt um, as well as a vest. Uh, measurements don't take very long, but the actual designing of the suit is what takes the, the longest right. because there's you pick out buttons, thread color, uh, liner, um, what style lapel you want, if you want an extra ticket pocket. I mean, there's all these added features that you get to pick. Um, just in the jacket, uh, you get to pick the color of felt that's on the back of your jacket, and you can actually put something fun. Oh, oh look, look at that. Zoom, zoom, zoom. zoom. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's a lot of fun. I mean, there's so many little details that you get to pick. Um, but on the flip side, I do have clients that are like, I don't like to do all this. I don't want to pick all this out. I want to be able to call you and go, okay, I need a black suit next, or I need a beige suit next. And um, they give me full range. They're like, I trust your judgment. You know my style. Call me you, with So a you picture. keep a customer profile? I feel profile like that's elite. Oh, I definitely yeah. do, yeah. You keep a customer profile, and then you kind of know their likes, dislikes. I do, You I do, do some research on them, go look at their LinkedIn and see what Usually kind of things they go Usually it's after to. their first, first appointment, and I just take notes. You know, this is what I like. This is what I don't like. This is how flashy I like to be. This is how, you know, subtle I want to be. Uh, once I get all the notes down, then it's pretty easy. I'll put something together. Here's the thread. Here's the fabric. Here's the liner. Snap a picture. We already know the style that you like and the fit. And um, I'll call you if you approve it, and we'll pay over the phone. Are those your favorites? They are. They're, they're mm -hmm. fun. Uh, sometimes I'll give them two or three choices and go, okay, this is subtle. This is middle of the road. And then this is a little funner. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what we do <laughs> in marketing. You don't yeah. want to give people too many choices right. because then they get overwhelmed. And then probably something you oh, guys talk about in coaching all the time yeah yeah because business. people freeze up right because there's too many choices and then you make a choice to not do anything right. but you give them a conservative fun middle of the road yeah you don't want to be the cheesecake factory giving everybody a, a billion options and right. then they take forever to decide because there's too many yes. choices the, well, their book menu yeah then you have post purchase dissonance because you feel like there might have been something better you should have picked mm. something else right i love nothing less than too many choices i'm just like tell me what you know as an expert that will be good and i'm gonna follow that i do that with my hairdresser and all like my friends are a little weirded out by it i'm just like you see my face what Make my hair best? look pretty. And you know what? He does a great job. And I go back to him time and time again. Yeah, because they're an expert in their yeah. field and they know what they're doing. So, yeah, it's nice to have that trust. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times if they tell me this is what they're interested in, I'll have them go ahead and pre-pick out some other fabrics. And so then it's a matter of, okay, are we shooting the gun on the black suit, the blue suit, the brown suit, or the gray suit? And they'll tell me, oh, okay, let's go ahead and do the gray one next. And so it's just a matter of pain and putting it in. And then what's the timeline on, on getting one? So in-house fabrics typically take four to six weeks. Um, and then any outside fabrics take six to eight weeks. Okay, so your $24,000 suit's going to be about eight weeks. About eight <laughs> weeks. Now, you do have the ability to pay for rush. I have had uh, the fiancé come in and say, I need my wedding suit, and it's in five weeks. Um, it happens. So uh, we do have the ability to pay extra for it to be rushed so that it's guaranteed in on a certain time. But typically, I recommend for weddings, let's go at least three months out. That way we're not last minute in on. I've had a gentleman pick up his wedding suit the day before his wedding. Um, oh you boy. don't want that added be stress. so mad. Right? <laughs> um, so, yeah. So we usually say at least three months out for weddings um, and special events where you have a specific deadline. Um, for anything else, I'm like, you can come in two months. That way, if it if it comes in right at eight weeks, we still have another week to do alterations. And all our alterations are done in Houston. We have two lovely um, seamstress. That's all they do is alter Adam Ross garments. Um, they work Monday through Saturday, and their work is amazing. Yeah, great. 
when, when you said that about the day before the wedding, I was thinking about my college roommate, one of my best friends. He had a destination wedding, and I was the, be the best man. All the arrangements were made. Venue, party, church, priest, everything, hotels, everything was set up. As the best man, I was responsible to make sure that he had all of his suit and or his tux and all that stuff. So we lived in different cities. I went through the checklist. I have everything. Don't worry about it. I'm an expert at this. I travel all over the world. Da, 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 da. We show up at the destination. He has his tux. We're starting to get dressed an hour before. It's not his tux. He went to the dry cleaner, and it, they gave him somebody else's. Oh. So it didn't fit him. It was several sizes too big. So I called all the groomsmen, and we got together, and we pieced together a tux for him. And the rest of us wore either his stuff or went without. And it was nerve-wracking. It was a disaster for him because then he that's what he was focused on. And, you know, so this stuff's important. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you do it right, you only get married once, so you want to make it right. Mm -hmm. So Right. Uh, and I have gentlemen that will come in and ask me um, – so what kind of shoes should I wear with this? Is this style shoe, would that work with this suit? And I tell them all the time, I was like, okay, my best advice to you on shoes, make sure there's not the one groomsman wearing the shiny pair when everybody else is matte. I said, they will stick out in every picture. I said, everybody go shiny, everybody go matte. And right. so I will let them know, like just the little things. Um, if, they're, if you're wearing cufflinks, either they're all wearing them or they're not wearing them. Like, mm -hmm. th that's the main thing. I said with the weddings, you want it to look uniform and intentional. And um, I said there's nothing worse than uh, a wedding party full of the groom yeah. and the groomsmen, and they're all a little different, unless it's done on purpose. Mm -hmm. The three gentlemen that are coming in today, the groom has a darker gray suit. All the groomsmen have a, a shade lighter and a lighter gray suit, and all three of them with, with a different pop of color. So I it's like exactly that. the same suit, exactly the tiny. same buttons. There's just a subtle difference nice. in yeah. each suit. So it made it their own yeah. um, so that they didn't all have the same three suits when they walked away from the wedding. It's something they can wear for gotcha. years. So yeah. for everybody that's listening and watching the podcast, what is the profile of your, not your ideal client, but of your typical client? Is it somebody who's wealthy? Is it somebody that's, you know, got an an average job. You know, what is it? Because, you know, people hear custom and they think, oh, you got to be rich to have it's custom reach, yeah. custom clothing. Right. So, I mean, it's yeah, it runs the gamut. I have um, customers that are have their own business. I have customers that um, are district directors for uh, big car dealerships. Um, it, it really, I have customers that just want to dress better. They're like, you know, I don't make a, a ton of money, but if I don't look the part, it's not, I'm right. never going to make can, a ton of money. I, I need that suit for that business meeting. Or yeah. Can I ask it this way? How many times a year do you need to wear a suit where it is almost not an option in your opinion that you should go ahead and get a custom suit? Is it once a week? Is it two or three times a month, at what point does a custom suit where the alterations are free pay for itself, basically? Right. All math. So um, if you think about, like, how he was saying, the average suit is about $1,000. If you're going to get the jacket, the dress shirt, the pants, mm -hmm. um, if you buy that suit and a year from now it doesn't fit, 
then you're out a thousand dollars because I've had time and time again clients come to me and say, "Hey, I have an off the rack jacket. Do you think they could let it out?" And I'm like, "We can open it up and we can see, but 99% of the time there is no allowance in that jacket to be let out because the more fabric they use, the more expensive the the product becomes. So they mm-hmm. want to leave the least amount of fabric in every piece of garment to save money. Yeah. So with that said, you know, again, the disposable clothing industry, that's why they make it that way as well, is they know people gain weight, people lose weight, and they don't want, a, you know, they don't want that garment to last forever. Uh, they want you to go out and buy another piece. So for me, it's an investment. It's definitely going to cost you a little more, but I see a customer custom suit i've had people come in and say my grandfather has still wears custom suits he bought 20 years ago right okay so if we girl math this and you spend eighteen hundred dollars on a custom suit that you wear maybe three times a year even but it lasts for 20 years you're wearing that suit 60 times so if you divide eighteen hundred by sixty, that's basically thirty dollars a wear for a custom suit. But right. and if you'd you go rent buy... a suit, it's going to cost you over a hundred dollars. Oh if, yeah. And if you buy another suit, it might cost you a thousand dollars. You wear it, you wear it. Let's call it eight times. So right. if you're renting a suit every time, you're basically spending six thousand right. dollars. So if you buy a custom suit, you just made yourself forty two hundred dollars. So you're making money. And that's girl math. So buy a custom suit. And what Heather said, you said something about what the manufacturers do in terms of it not lasting a long time. That happens in all industries. Right. You know, it's it's planned obsolescence. They know how long it's going to last. Usually, let's mm-hmm. say it's a car, it'll last until the warranty expires. Then things start to break. And then you take it back mm-hmm. to the dealership and they start charging you thousands of dollars to repair something that they planned for it to fail after three months, I mean, three years or 36,000 miles. Right. Can I prove that? No, but YouTube and probably TikTok has videos on it. Planned obsolescence. Look it up. It's a real thing. That's why washing machines in the 70s and 80s lasted for 20 years, and now that they cost 10 times the price, they only last for a year or two, Mm -hmm. and then they start to break. So very different from custom. The other thing I was going to say about about the suits is I just watched a little story about Sam Bankman Freed, the guy that did the uh, free yeah Sam Bankman Freed yeah he he did the, the cryptocurrency FTX or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and you know he always dressed like a schmuck you know what I mean cargo shorts t shirt whatever and so he was going to a big meeting in in uh, in DC, and they told him to bring a suit and so. He walked to the jet with a suit bundled up like in a little ball, and he dropped a shoe, then he picked it up, and somebody goes, what what do you have there? He goes, oh, well, they told me to bring a suit, you know, for the meeting. (laughs) It's all crumbled up, you know, and it's just just incredible that, you know, that some people don't look the part, and therefore they're not given the same level of respect. It shouldn't be that way. But really, if you look like a million bucks, people are going to treat you like a million bucks. Exactly. And if you don't care about your own image, why should anybody care about what you have to say? Well, and I tell people, too, if, if you're doing anything in life, you put your favorite outfit on, you feel like a million bucks. You feel like you can conquer the world. So I have time and time again people coming in going, I've never put a jacket on and it fit just right. I've always had to do something. I always have to roll my sleeves up because my arms are so long. Right. Um, I get it to fit in the shoulders, but then the waist is huge. 
or I get it to fit in the waist, but now the shoulders are massive. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never worked a job as and seen so many smiles like I do here. Um, every time th- it comes back in or the first time they put it on, I have them tell me, I don't want to take it off. I want to walk out of here with this suit on. Or I'm going to be dreaming about the suit we just designed for this wedding. I'm going to be dressed better than the groom. You know, it, it's such, <laughs> it brings out such a joy in people to really put their personality in their suit because it is their personality. It's their design. Mm-hmm. Um, but then for them to put it on and it fit well, um, it, it really does bring people joy. All right. So close it out for us. If you had to summarize it into one thing, one thought, one word, one sentence, why should people go custom? Why should they call Heather? And why should they go with Adam Ross custom? Um, I believe that if you go custom, you're going to get one of the best fitting garments you've ever had. Um, it's also going to be a unique garment. You're not going to see another person walking down the street. So it's one of a kind. And it really is going to be a piece that you're going to keep for life. And and we, we say that all the time. This is a garment that you're going to have forever. Right. And if people want to get a hold of you, how do they reach you? You can reach me at Heather at adamrosscustom.com or you can call me uh, 808-280-5923 you see that Hawaii number that is me Um, and then also I am on Instagram as well as Facebook Outstanding Heather thanks so much Heather Rose thank you for co-hosting with me (laughs) today this was a lot of fun this is great All right, so that's a wrap for this show quick reminder to check out our latest podcast or to catch video versions of this show and others at satalkradio.com that's it for us for today have a great week and we will see you on a future show great thanks love it